What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Never Alone Podcast with me, your host and friend, hopefully, in the name of you, and thank you for joining me today, and thank you for clicking on this episode, however you came about here, thank you for being here, I'm happy to have you here, and I hope that you can stick around with me, because we're going to have a great time, oh my word, no, wrong intro, welcome to the Not So Late Show, episode, I don't know. But welcome to the Not So Late Show, everyone. Um, I'm super excited to get into this show. There's so many exciting, interesting topics that I want to talk about and just discuss a little bit. So I'm really, really hyped and pumped to get into it. But before we do any of that, you know how this goes. Self-check-in moment. How are we doing today? You know, it is a beautiful, right now for me, it is a beautiful Wednesday night. It is... 17 minutes past 7 p.m. It literally feels like 9 o'clock at night. Um, but it's only 7. And I just hope you're doing well. I hope you're taking care of yourself. I hope you're happy. I hope you're having fun in life. And I and I hope you're healthy. You know, and I just hope you have an amazing day. Or you had an amazing day. But if it didn't go well, you know what? It happens to the best of us. It's okay. Um, the sun will rise again, as we like as I like to say. So yeah, it's been quite the quite the day, <laughs> to say the least. I um I wanted to say this in the beginning. I don't know if you noticed, but there's my podcast art cover art is different now. I'm probably gonna change it back to what it was, but I just wanted to do a bit of like an experiment because I really love like the simplicity of some like um some like podcast arts and it just like intrigues me and I just love the idea of like having a house. And it's just like this, it's got this really like, um, childlike vibe to it, which for some reason I really like. Then again, it's kind of like a reminder to me not to take myself too seriously and a reminder to just have fun with it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you're in, like kind of like embracing your inner child in a weird, like weird way. But, you know, I just love this, the, then again, the simplicity of the little house. I had very like different ideas for it. I think I was going to draw a house and like a little stick man or two stick men to symbolize like, you know, me and you together or whatever. But you know what? I was like, don't overthink it. Just do it. So it's there. I'm letting in. It's just like an experiment to see, you know. Anyway, so that's the podcast art explanation. Um, What else is I going to say? Oh, today. Let's, let's talk about today for a little bit. What happened today? Um, I, I firstly, I, I hope you enjoyed my Europe trip recap. I hope it wasn't too, um, too, too much <laughs> or too like out all over the place is what I tend to do a lot and just ramble. But for those who listen to the very end, you got a little treat there, bit of the Oregon Trail at the end. If you know, you know, but, um, I really enjoyed talking about it towards like the end. I kind of drifted off the topic of my Europe trip. I kind of went on another whole like tangent about, you know, my holiday and how I want to spend it and my fantasy and dream of living in Europe and settling down in Iceland. And anyway, if you want to know about that, it's on the the Europe trip recap. So you can check that out. I'd really appreciate it if you check it out. Um, and yeah, let me know what you think. So that being said, today's been a good day. It's been a very productive day, which I'm happy and proud of myself about. I think it's it's always good sometimes to be proud of yourself, you know, it's not arrogant at all, it's just, you know, appreciating yourself in some way, but um, what happened today? I had a tennis training today, it was my, I haven't played in like five days, so it felt so weird, and I was very like on edge going to training, because you know, sometimes, and obviously this is my situation, everyone's situation is different, like their relationship with their coaches and players and kind of academy players, I didn't know what to expect, so I went there kind of on edge, not knowing what kind of vibe I'll be receiving and what the energy would be, and it was actually fine, you know, it felt very calm, very, very homey, not homey, but very, very, um, not like safe, but just comfortable, you know, there wasn't any weird tension or like um, conflict in a in a strange way. But it was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, my arm was extremely sore, so that wasn't nice at all. 
But I think all of us, we were just four of us, we were all kind of tired. We All of us haven't played in like a while. And we're all kind of coming back from kind of a holiday mindset and also from a holiday. So we're just getting back into the swing of things. So it was good to kind of talk to everyone, reconnect once again and just, you know, get into that routine. You know what I mean? So came back from tennis and then I immediately came back and showered, which was nice. And then I started to study. Now, from the moment, because I was walking to tennis this morning, from the moment I was walking, I was doing my to-do list on my phone. I didn't have my journal. On my phone, it's saying to-do, and I have this whole, I swear, I'm going to, like, take a screenshot and show you my to-do list for the days. Just got, like, studying, break, studying, break, doing this, doing my Nike run challenge, which I'll talk about now. And to see, like, my text go off is very satisfying, so I think that that's kind of what motivated me. A little bit so I got a lot done today. It was a productive day. It felt good. Um, so yeah. Speaking of the Nike run challenge, it's going great. I'm actually having a good time. You know, as I've expressed in the previous episodes, I really do not like running. I I hate running so much. And I don't want to bash the sport or disrespect the sport of running, so I'm not gonna comment on why I don't really like it. Um, cause I respect the people that do it because I know how challenging and tough it is, but I don't like running. So you might be asking then why are you doing a running challenge? You know what I mean? And I think it's just one of those things where every time I do a form of exercise, I always feel better afterwards and now just do something else, not running. But there's something about running that I'm just like drawn to, but I just don't like it. But it, anyway, it's a long story. Long story short, I enjoyed it. I yesterday, yes, yesterday I did two point six k kilometers, and then today I did three point three. I like doing like different routes. Generally, the routes are the same, but I went on a different route today. Obviously, it was a bit longer than yesterday, but it was nice. I had a good time. You know the 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 one unfortunate thing with when I run is that I don't have um like um, proper, you know, equipment, being running shoes, I don't have running shoes, right, so you'd think, oh, it's fine, just run with, like, other, like, kind of training shoes, or tennis shoes, or some kind of thing, and in the past, that has worked for me, but I've also been doing, like, this, like, you know, trying to run more efficiently, and how I can do that, you know, so, anyway, I don't want to get into the mechanics of running, um, so I run in squash shoes, (laughs) yes, in squash shoes, right, so, you're, I'm imagining you putting a strange face. I get it. It's like, why? And then again, I don't have running shoes. And in the past and up until now, I thought that was fine. Like, it, it's been working great. But then, you know, I ran and I I was really happy with, like, my time. This, um, when I was running, it was like, it was a good, like, my pace was good and everything was good. But then, like, I came back. And, and even from yesterday, my ankle was hurt. My ankles both of them were kind of paining, and then my Achilles, my Achilles heel was kind of sore, it was just like random pain that I've never experienced in my life, so I was like, I didn't make much of it, and then I ran again today, and now, like, I'm really feeling it, like, I'm really feeling it, my ankle is in pieces, my ankles are in pieces, are in pieces, like, I don't know how to describe the pain that I'm feeling, because I've never felt anything like it before, you know, and, and it's just, like, general walking hurts so much, and it's, like, the the lower part of my calf is also, like, spasming and just painful, and it's, I, I um, after my run, I put my, f- my feet in ice, in, like, ice, ice, um, water, and just, like, you know, maybe this will relieve the pain, but it did a little bit, but it's just so sore, like, it's painful, and I think, that's obviously because of, like, I think the way I was running as well, I then again, I don't want to talk about the mechanics of it, but also, my, the shoes that I was running in, you know, I did, like, a combination of, like, trail running and road running, maybe that contributed to it, but, you know, I can't do anything about that, but, long story short, I should really get some running shoes, because now I can hardly walk, my feet hurt really bad, my ankles are in bits, my calves are crumbling, they're like, oh, there's in pain, I'm in pain, 
And you know, it's such a relief to sit in this car right now to record this episode because walking is such a mission and I don't want to do it. So to be here and just to sit is nice. I think I'm going to take some painkillers today, but it really hurts like very bad. But, you know, we're going to be faced with challenges during this night challenge. I think if I have my maths correct, I'm probably at like 6Ks by now. Well, basically 5.99Ks. And I have, my goal is to do 10 kilometers for the week. So we're at six and got four more to go. So if I do two tomorrow and two the next day, then we've completed our goal. And I just love the idea of this being a challenge. It makes it so much more fun and it just makes it really exciting instead of just like, I guess, pointlessly running. Then again, running could never really be pointless because it's like good for your body or something. But yeah, I'm just excited. And then the next, maybe, well, I don't know about next week. I think next week I'm going to, like, because that's when school starts. And it's, yeah, I think maybe I'll do those, like, on the weekends. But, well, that's next week's, you know, um, challenge. This week we're just focusing on getting our 10-kilometer goal, and I'm excited. Anyway, that's what happened today. Now we're here. Now, I want to talk about this for a little bit. Sorry, this is, like, very, all of, I'll get into the not-so-late show soon but my mom it's been load shedding you know and this is this is, I mean, this is gonna take really quick but my mom came back from wherever she came from i think work and sometimes my mom has this thing she does right she has this thing where okay so the the, the house is in its general state you know it's not spotless but it's not filthy it's just like in between and you know that's how houses are when you're living with children but it's then again, it's like moderately clean. It's been clean for quite a bit. So she's a bit like, like on it with the, with that. And then she came back, and then something was wrong. Something was wrong because she she had this thing where she, she asked me what is this, and I was like it's my bag, and then she asked why what is it doing here, and I said um I was studying, and then she's like why don't you take it away, and I was like because I'm gonna I'm gonna come back now like in five minutes, and then she was like no you know you can't just leave things lying around, and then she went in the whole thing. And then she talked about, like, my room better be clean, this better be clean, this better be clean. And the only time when my mom is so obsessed with things being, like, spotless clean is when somebody is coming. Like, someone is on their way and she goes out of her way to make sure that everything is spotless so that our so-called guests are, like, fine or something. And I've noticed that so much. So that was, like, a whole episode we had today. But it's fine. I think the person didn't come, end up coming. Or well, something happened. But then, then she calmed down a little bit, you know. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah. Anyway, let's get into this What's News of the Not So Late Show. It feels so good to do another Not So Late Show. Not So Late Show. Anyway, let's, let's get into it. I think, um, wait. I'm trying to think now. I don't know what episode it is today, but anyway, let's get into it. The Not So Late Show. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> That's the first time I've ever done that. Okay, let's go. Okay, so first things first. Where do we even begin? There's so much to talk about. So much eventful things happened. We've got the Austrian Grand Prix from Formula One. We have Wimbledon. We've got F1 news. We've got the Emmys. We've got oh, I don't even know where to start. But let's 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 break it down a little bit. Where do I even begin? Okay, let's start with some Wimbledon news because I'm a tennis player, and this it's like my domain, I guess. Wimbledon 2022 was probably the most interesting Wimbledon we've ever had in a while. Now, I've have I've have I have like mixed feelings about tennis nowadays like I don't you know I enjoy watching it but I I don't I don't watch it as much as I used to but I you know what I'm still a tennis player so I'm still very you know um interested and into it right so Wimbledon this year was something one of the biggest like news was oh my word Serena Williams came back after 364 days of playing tennis now no shame to Miss Serena Williams you know she lost first round but I think 
things like that, you know, like, she is, you know, Serena Williams, she is Serena Williams, so you would, ex- there's like this expectation around that whole name that, you know, she is meant to win this tournament, but I think, I don't know, maybe it's like society making kind of change or something, there's like a change happening, that when these big names, you know, maybe fall out of a tournament early, it's not such a big deal, it's just like, whatever, because then again, they're human, we all go through things, right, but she lost in the first round, great battle for her to, um, for her not playing for like 364 days, <laughs> and to, I think it's, I think people were just happy to see, and as was I, to see Serena Williams back at Wimbledon, such an iconic, um, tournament, you know, but yeah, it was good to see her back, unfortunately she fell out, but I think it was okay, you know, obviously no one likes to lose, but I think at this point it was like, you know, it's fine, right, and so basically the winners, let's, let's just like progress a little bit. The winner of the women's singles was, okay, wait, Elena Rabakina. I don't know if I said her surname right, but wow. You know, I think it's always a surprise with the women's, <laughs> the women's side because it's no secret that women's tennis is very, not random, but like up and down, like every single tournament there's a different champion or every single grand slam there's a different champion you know and i think it also keeps it exciting a little bit and not kind of boring in a weird way but it's very you know not spontaneous but you know exciting to say this so but elena rubikina she is she's so good and what was different about i don't know what was different but there's something about her that's very like mysterious i don't know what it is but I like it a little bit. Anyway, Ons Jabern, she's become a favorite as of times, and as she should. She's from Tunisia. I think the first Tunisian. Oh! The first um, Tunisian. Oh, what is happening right now? I'm going to have to look into that. Hold on. Okay, wait. Anyway, so I think the first like Tunisian woman to make it to Grand Sassar. So she had an amazing tournament. Even leading up, she's had an amazing year. So for her to kind of cap, not cap it off, but to do well and be a Wimbledon Grand Slam finalist is such an amazing achievement so the ladies showed up and showed out as they always do the men's side very eventful very it was a lot you know our man the talk of the town Mr. Nick Kyrgios really um blew us out of the park he I don't want to say he surprised us because we know this guy's good like we know he's good but it's just one of those things where he made it to a Grand Slam final. And I think there's something... I think people... There would have been mixed emotions if he won the tournament. Like, there was talk, imagine Nick Kyrgios wins the tournament. Now, I've got no hate. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, 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 okay. Sorry. Apologies for my screaming. I just had, like, the biggest fright of my life. Um, and I'm just... I just checked it that it was it was something else. Okay. I feel better now. I feel better now. Sorry, I was having a whole episode. Um no no. But back to Nick Kyrgios. I think then again people would have mixed feelings if he won. But then again, look, I really I like Nick Kyrgios. I might not agree with some of the stuff that he does, obviously as you know we not everyone will agree, but I really like what he brings to the sport of tennis as like a whole. Not his like, you know, his little like, you know, um, conflicts, but just what he, him as a person to the sport of tennis does something good to tennis. Because let's be honest, some people find tennis boring, right? So someone like him who keeps it like entertaining and kind of on your toes and surprising attracts so much more audiences to the sport of tennis. And it does like it or not, he is good for the sport of tennis. Whether for the right reasons or the wrong reasons, I don't know. But he 
brings people and keeps people interested and wants he makes people want to watch tennis because of him obviously i guess he might not be in some aspects of his life he's a really good role model but in other aspects he might not be by I me mean, like you know breaking rackets and being like okay whatever i'm not gonna get into it but i do to an extent admire nick Kyrgios, guys there is something about him and how open and, and honest he is which is very admirable and i think people can learn from someone like him one maybe not take yourself too seriously and just a reminder to have fun you know and i think i think earlier in his career there was always this pressure of like there was this talk this man is going to be massive and he's an amazing player look he's a great player but there was just this expectation and expectation people saying he has to play more tournaments he has to do this but then i think there was like this weird shift where he decided you know what i don't care what everyone says i'm gonna do what i want to do and i'm gonna do what works for me and look at him now look where this guy is literally he has his he is on his own calendar and own agenda and i'm here for it because i think too many times so many people are influenced by what the media says or what certain people say and at some point you just have to not care and just do what you want to do and what makes you happy obviously you there's some things you can't do well not can't do but there's some things that aren't like you know like there's some things where it's a bit too much and you kind of cross the line a bit too far but as a whole nikurus does really good for the sport and i think what he brings to the sport of tennis is such a good thing and a positive thing at that you know because let's be honest for the past people like car Carlos Alcaraz and um, Nick Kyrgios. Carlos Alcaraz is young. He's vibrant. He's like got this amazing energy about him, which attracts people. And he's letting in. He's young. And then Nick Kyrgios is just an entertainer, and he brings audiences and he brings people to watch tennis. And I think it's good for the sport. And he he's an admirable guy. You know, he's a normal guy. I I do admire certain things about him. Let's be honest. But some things I don't really agree with. But you know that's that we're human. We're not gonna agree on everything, and that's just what it is. So, all in all, happy for Novak. You know he's just another level. I'm happy that um, I'm not saying you know I'm, I don't hate Novak. There's I do respect him. There's a part of me that respects him, but there's another part of me that's like uh, he's not my favorite guy. But I admire him a lot and how he goes about certain things. I I think ever since I watched him on the Jay Shady podcast, I've had this weird like shift about him. Anyway, but then again, I don't agree with everything that he does or, or whatever. But all in all, an eventful tournament and a good one at that. I think definitely one of the most interesting Wimbledons we've ever had. Um, and it's always nice to see. So I'm excited for the US Open. US Open's going to be crazy. I mean, New York is always insane. But there's... I don't know, this is like this interesting energy about tennis nowadays that's, that's super exciting, you know, and stuff like that. So I'm excited for for what's to come. Now, since we're still on the subject of kind of sport, let's talk Formula One. So to be honest, I didn't watch the Austrian Grand Prix because I was in Europe or I was in North Macedonia and the TV wasn't working. So I just kind of followed it live. And I'm just so happy to see Charlie being Charles Leclerc back on top in the race for the world title you know i just love seeing like a compete i love seeing competitiveness if that's a word like i like it when there's it's very tight and every race is important you know not like there was like a time i think it was lewis you know i love lewis but there was time where he was so far ahead that even like mid-season he has already won the world title regardless of how he does you know what i mean and that's like, okay, secure win, woo, but it's not, like, interesting. So to see, like, the the race for the world title is kind of close is really exciting. I'm just happy for Charles, you know. He's had a rough few races, a rough few races, and it's just nice to see him back. And nice to see Lois, my man, podium position coming in, and obviously Red Bull, Maxi, and um, Max, and Perez, Checo doing well. You know, I don't hate anyone. But I really, there's some people that I, that I root for more than others, if that makes sense. I don't hate anyone. I don't dislike anyone. I don't, mm, I was going to say I don't favor one. But there's just some people like, people like Daniel Ricciardo and people like Lando Norris and um, Lewis Hamilton. Like, I just love those people. I just, I think it was all based on personalities. I, I'm a, I love Daniel Ricciardo and I just want to see 
him do well. And I want to see Lando do well. I want to see Lewis do well. You know, and I mean, if Max does well, I'm not mad. But then I'm not elated, right? <laughs> so anyway, I just love it. And guys, I don't know if this is true. But I, I, I heard from a little birdie that there's a possibility. Now, if this doesn't happen, then it's going to bite me in the bum. But that F1 and I think DHL have signed like a contract, five-year contract for there to be a Grand Prix in South Africa. Can we take a moment for a second? Like, I think, because Lewis did talk about it in like an interview like last year saying he wants another, he wants a Grand Prix in South Africa. I think it was by Kailani and I'm so here. Oh my word. If, oh, if, and it's like 2023 on the 2023 calendar. So then again, I just saw this on Twitter. People were like tweeting it and saying, I swear if this is like a, it's like a not official. And someone was saying like, I'm not going to celebrate unless F1 themselves or DHL confirms it. So I get it. You know, maybe I'm just like spreading fake news, but even the slightest possibility of that happening just gets me so hyped and so excited. Then again, the pot, like the chance of me being able to afford tickets is, mm, I don't know, but it's just insane that like, you know, I, there's a part of me that's super excited that this is like the possibility of this happening, but then there's like a weird worry <laughs> in me because look, I love my country, my country, this country um, South Africa is so special, so unique, and is unlike any other country. But as all countries, there's positives to it and there's negatives to it, right? So it's just one of those things where you're just worried, like, because of the country that we are, how is this going to work out? <laughs> like, how is this going to, like, you know... Because, like, let's, let's just think about it. We remember there was a soccer, a soccer match and, like, fans raided the the field and kind of you know lit things on fire and you know we protest and like doi doi and just a lot of we're very passionate in this country very very passionate so but i think there's this very elegant elegancy and like prestigeness to the sport formula one so i don't think people go to the extent of like rioting at a at a, at a grand prix if that makes sense but then again, you know what? I love my country. Not disrespect. I'm just saying, every country has their challenges and their positives and negatives. And I just like a part of me is worried of how that's gonna pan out. If something of a magnitude like that, like a Formula One Grand Prix, happens in in South Africa, now I think something very important to consider is where in South Africa, this could happen. Now, I don't want to, I'm not going to bash places and provinces, please. So I'm just not going to talk about it. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I think that's, um, that's it for the, the, the topic of sport. Let me just make sure. Topic of sport. Okay, yeah, we're done with sport. Now let's get on to one of my favorite things to talk about. Movies and television series. Now I actually have to be on my phone for this, so... Apologies. The Emmys, everybody. Sorry for shouting. But the Emmys is upon us. It is happening, ladies and gentlemen, or however else you identify. It is happening. And I'm super hyped and super excited. Now, let's talk about the Emmys for a second. See, the Emmys, I've got a bit of mixed feels about the Emmys. Now, in the past, I've talked about which, you know, award ceremony is the most, like, I don't want to say unique, but just the most, that just makes sense. And is like the, the most like um, authentic and real. And I think I said the People's Choice Awards. Because I truly believe that, because entertainment is like received by the people. So it's just right for the people to decide, you know, who gets what and what is like the best TV show of the year or something like that. Anyway. But then there's obviously the, the, the Academy and stuff like that. You see, that's why I think people's choices anyway so the mbc is happening it is upon us 13 september 2022 and the nominees have been released now let's let's have a look and discuss some nominees i'm aware 
that there's I think like Euphoria has eleven nominees um or seventeen I don't know and then there's I think Stranger Things has eleven there's quite a bit there's quite a bit and I just wanted to discuss a little bit of um how I feel about maybe the Emmys a little bit I think okay I was trying I was thinking about this all day not all day but for a while to see how I can kind of put my words together that will really express how I feel about the Emmys you know what I mean and and just award shows at that I think there's something about it where I don't know if it's not okay I guess to some extent it's okay because from a young age we're kind of um programmed to think that accolades and think trophies are the definition of success you know what I mean but there's something about if someone like strives to be like Emmy nominated there's something about a way it's like is that really what you look to for success you know what I mean or is it how you affect people how you impact people how your craft or your art connects with your audience or the people is that how you define success or do you find define it by the accolades and the trophies and the awards that you get now I think to some extent every actor wants to connect with wants their art to connect with the, the people you know what I mean and the audience and be truthful to the art obviously and then there's a part of them that's like you know I want to be I want to be um what is the word? I want to be not awarded, but I want to be noticed of my my work, you know, and just give me a trophy to or give me an award to so you that you like what's I can't think now so that you so that you notice me and notice like the good work that I've done. And I don't know, there's like this weird like balance between, you know, what what is what do you really want? You know, which which one are you? Right. And I guess to some extent you can't help it. You know, maybe they're like the entertainment, you know, company, you know, um, submits them for the Emmys or something. I don't know. But then again, I don't know. I, I, I'm so mad that I can't formulate my words properly because I really wanted to say something about it, but I can't do it properly. And it's um, I'm just not like that, I, I'm too young, I'm too inexperienced to talk about such things, and I don't have enough vocab in my mind to fully express how I want to talk about it, anyway, moving on before I get sad, supporting actor drama series, okay, a lot of succession, now I've heard about succession, um, quite a bit, like, quite a bit, anyway, let me try to figure this out, let me just, oh my gosh, Ted Lasso doing the most. I think there was one um, that was really like, wow, that's amazing. Well, obviously, all of this is amazing. And kudos to the actors for for their amazing. Yes. Oh, wait. Yes. Outstanding drama series. This is tough. Better Call Saul. I don't know what that is. Yellow Jackets, Ozark, Euphoria, Stranger Things, Squid Game, Severance, and Succession. Ooh, now I think... The real com- now okay like strange things literally just came out but it's been so big but i don't know if it will win drama series i think it's between like ozark succession squid game and euphoria i don't know that's tough that's really tough but i think it's already such a great achievement to be nominated and to be i guess recognized for your work succession is doing quite a bit <laughs> Killing Eve, lead actress. Zendaya for Euphoria. I think supporting actress is Sydney. I really hope, oh my word, I really want Sydney Sweeney to win supporting actress in a drama series. Her as Cassie in Euphoria was something else this season. It was literally something else. And she needs to be like, obviously as fans, we know and we like appreciate her, but I think... She needs something for, for her performance. Let's be honest. You know what I mean? And yeah. I just... And then obviously Zendaya did the most in season two. Yeah, there was... Season two was now looking back on season two of Euphoria. It was a lot. It was a lot. And yeah. Ooh, my goodness. It was a lot. <laughs> okay. Let's see what else we can... Lily James for Pam and Tommy. I believe this is Lily James's first 
time being nominated for an Emmy, which is crazy to me. But then again, I think back and I think, oh, what has Lily James really been in? Obviously Cinderella, but that's all that I'm aware of. But that's, I'm happy for her. Happy for her. And then I think also, oh, Seth Rogen. Hmm. Dope sick, I don't know what that is. Oh my gosh. Lead action comedy series. Nicholas Holt, the great Ted Lasso. Jason Sudeikis doing the most deep one. Only Murderers in the Building. Only Murderers in the Building also did really well. Scenes from a marriage. Oh, interesting. Sebastian Stan, Maggi. Supporting actor in a comedy series. There's, um, yeah. Okay. There's not much I can say because the Sydney Sweeney also supporting actors for The White Lotus. There's not much I can say about the Emmys because I think they literally just got, the nominees got released today or two, yesterday. So there's not much like volume. But I'm just happy that these shows, I, I believe that it's such for these people, for these actors and creators, it's such a rewarding feeling to, you know, put so much work into something that you care so much about the art and putting literally dedicating a part of your life to it and I guess to some extent finally getting like recognized and you know for it or something I don't know I I'm not an actor so I wouldn't know what that feels like (laughs) anyway since we're still on the topic of shows let's talk about anyway I'm just excited for the Emmys I'm really excited again let's talk about High School Musical the musical the series now Season three, feel season three trailer got released a couple of like days ago, I think, or a week ago, and it feels like a whole new show. It feels like a completely different show, and I don't know how to feel about it. Then again, I'm just super excited for the music, you know, and obviously Olivia Rodrigo is not going to be like a main, which is okay. And then they got, they're like on a camp now. EJ's got a new hairdo, and then it seems. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it, to be honest. Obviously, when it comes out, I'm going to watch it, and I'm probably going to enjoy it so much. But I don't know how to feel about the whole campy thing, and then there's new characters, and then there's this and that. So I don't know how to... I don't know how to feel about it. They um they released, like... Oh, my foot. The song of It's On. They, it goes, like, It's On, It's On. And everyone's, like, doing whatever. And it looks great, but... I don't know. It's giving a lot of bunked vibes, but just like Disney Plus and a musical. Now, I don't hate bunked. Bunked was actually really funny up until like season three. <laughs> but I don't know. Then again, I don't, I guess I'm just going to be saying I don't know how to feel all the time, but I don't know how to feel about it. I guess we'll see when it comes out and we'll comment on it when it comes out. Um, but yeah, I was. I'm busy watching Umbrella Academy. Let's talk about Umbrella Academy for a second. Now, this show, I was thinking about this actually today, but I didn't know how to like talk about it. This show is such a unique show, and I love it. It is, what I love about it especially is that the characters are so different. Like, they're so different and diverse that I think there's like a character for everyone. You know, like maybe I relate more to Victor or I relate a bit more to Five, or I relate to some parts of Victor, some parts of Luther, some parts of Five, you know, there's just so many, like, actors to look to, and to relate to, and be like, oh, I get you on that, you know what I mean, I guess in every show, you kind of look to connect with the character, but these ones are so different, like, they're so different, and I just love it, you know, I've become like, I don't know, there's something about this show that's just so funny, it's really random, but I love it. It's so unique. It's like its own thing. I feel like the Umbrella Academy is its own genre and its own kind of style. And I love it. Because you don't know, literally never know what to expect. Because it's just like, um, okay. And it's just like all over the place and I love it. So um, I watched like three episodes yesterday and went to bed at 2am. Not a proud moment for me. But it is what it is. And I don't regret it at all. And... <laughs> I'm just obsessed. I don't know. I'm obsessed with Sloane. I don't know why. I've just... I'm like... in. Whenever she gets like her screen time, I just look at her and I'm, I'm in awe. 
I'm in awe of Sloane. And I love Sloane and Luther together. There's something so, I guess, soft about their relationship and their dynamic that I just find so, like, I don't know. I think I, in TV shows, we're just so used to seeing, like, these romances that are kind of, you know, a bit all over the place, a bit, I guess, rough or kind of eccentric and electric (laughs) you know what I mean so to see something so delicate and so soft and to see like a big guy being so soft and with Sloan I just love it I love it so much and um oh I don't know I'm just obsessed with Sloan and I went down a bit of a rabbit hole to see you know you watch a show you really love we've all done this let's not no shame you watch a show you really love and you literally stalk all the actors who are in the show I indeed did do that with Sloan I think her name is Genesis Rodriguez and oh my word is she beautiful and I was like she's probably she looks like 20 20 27 which is a great age she's like 34 not saying that's a bad thing but she looks amazing amazing and obviously Tomo Tom Hopper doing the most and um I just love their relationship and their dynamic it's just so it's so cute and so soft and it feels so I was gonna say primitive that's not the correct word, but it feels so like young not young, but just, like, little. I don't know how to explain it, but I just love it. And I'm obsessed with Sloane. Ben is irritating me. I think there's something about Ben... Okay, let's talk about Ben. There's something about Ben that I can't take seriously. And I know why I can't take him seriously. It's because I know... Well, I don't know him on, like, a personal level, but from, like, interviews and stuff like that, I know that Justin H. Men is not like that, and Justin H. Justin Men is such, like, a softy and such a sweet guy. So, to see him be Ben and be this, like, trying to be this tough guy, I can't take him seriously because deep down I know that that's not him. But it's, like, he's acting, but I just can't... Every time I see Ben, I see Justin H. Men. And Justin is such a sweet guy, such, like, a soft guy really cool dude and to see him like Ben be like this I just can't take Ben seriously and he has this voice where it's like he's trying to be so cool like he's trying to be so dominant and intimidating and it's just not working I think maybe it's just me maybe I've watched too many Umbrella Academy interviews in the past and I just not know but I kind of know what Justin Ageman is like so for him to be like trying to be this cool dude and trying to be intimidating it's just not working for me and it's obviously my fault. And every time he tries to be tough, I just laugh. But there are times where I really, you know, hate him. And I think that's just such, um, such a, I guess a, the, it's a compliment to the actor. Because they're just doing, if you can hate a character, if a character is meant to be hate and you hate the character, the actor is doing their job. The same feeling that I felt for Sebastian's Croft. Sebastian Croft's character in Heartstopper hated the guy, did not like him at all, not Sebastian, his character, but Sebastian as a guy looks super nice, super kind, softy, amazing, then again, just great actor, amazing actor, and I just try and remember that a little bit because some, and oh, Alison, Alison, oh my gosh, can we talk about Alison for a second, now, I, okay, this is really tough, I love Wait, let me just get her name. Emmy. Emmy Rebel Lapman. Oh, I always get confused with this surname. But the actor who plays Alison Hargreaves, I love her. And, um, let me just check. Yeah, I was right. Emmy Rebel Lapman. I'm, I love her. I love her energy. I love her aura. I love her vibe. She's just such a happy person. And she's amazing. <sighs> So it's so hard. Oh, and I oh I don't like Alison. Let me just say that. I guess to some extent I I I get where Alison's coming from. I mean, you know, she's she's been through a lot. But I trying to I even in the past I've said I don't like Alison from season like 2. I remember I said I don't like Alison or season 1 don't like her. And then I just I kind of forget that I really like Emmy Raver Lapman. So then I think indirectly, I think, oh, because I like Emmy, I will like Alison. But then I remind myself, oh, wait, oh, we are. I remember I didn't like Alison, you know, and the season, yeah, she irritates me. But I think then again, compliments to the actor, Emmy doing the most as she does. But I just really don't like Alison. 
Um, to an extent, I understand where she's coming from and why she has her little issue thing going on. <laughs> but, and her, her emotions are completely valid. I, you know, I, I don't want to take anything away from whatever she's going through, but I just don't like her. And, um, maybe we'll have some character development or maybe uh, my feelings will change about Alison towards the end, but I just don't like her. From, like, season two, I just didn't like her. Um, but love Emmy. Emmy, oh, um, yeah, because Emmy is also Molly in Central Park. Anyway, Diego, eh, I never liked him either. The David Castaneda, amazing, cool dude. I think getting in compliments to the actor. Then we have our man, my man, what's his name? Javon Wanawalton, Stanley. Stanley's an interesting character. I don't know how to feel about Stanley because there's just moments that surprise me. I think what Stanley's trying to do is to prove that to his dad that, you know, he's like, he's worth keeping or something like that. There's some really like deeper issues happening there. I think the way they go about it is, is good, you know, but then again, he has these moments where maybe he just like swears out of nowhere. And then these moments where he's like a softy boy and it's just like, it's super unexpected. Like I, when I, when I'm, when Stanley's in a scene, I'm, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, and what happened, I think, in episode four was truly shocking. And I didn't expect that. But anyway, love Javon Walton, Amazing. I forgot that he was, he did that when he was younger. Like, now he looks literally like, I think he's six, I don't know, old he is, 16 now. Then he looked like 14. Oh, I don't know. But I'm enjoying the show, to say the least. It's an amazing show. I'm excited to see what happens. Um, There were these two characters. I think it was Jamie and... Alfonso didn't like them. They were just like there. For me, they were just there. Um, yeah. So they died, if you don't know. But yeah. So that's all I've got to say. Oh, I'm kind of tired now. It's literally only eight o'clock and I'm exhausted. I'm not ex- well, I'm not exhausted. I think I just want to lie down and watch some Umbrella Academy. That sounds like the life to me. That just sounds like the perfect life. Um, so yeah, it's a per- oh, wait, let me check the weather, actually. It's supposed to rain tomorrow. I swear, should, okay, should I get an Oreo Crusher tomorrow? I was so close. <laughs> I was so close today to getting one. Like, I don't think you understand. But then I realized, no, don't do that. You know, be better. <laughs> but I was just like, no, it's not worth it. It's not, and it's kind, it's not far. It's just like quite the walk. And I didn't, I really didn't feel like walking, even though I ran. But that's not the point. Um, let's check the weather. Tomorrow, indeed. Tomorrow's the. F- Whoa, my screen is bright. The fourteenth of July, guys. July is almost finished. Can you believe that? Okay, it's 40%, but next week it's it's coming down. Wait. Oh, whoa, what, what did I do? What did I do? Yeah, it's only 40% from 11 till 3, so it's not that deep. I've got training at 9.30, so maybe I'll be walking in the rain. I don't know, but... Um, was I going to do an episode? Yes! Oh, my word! Oh, my word! I literally completely forgot. <laughs> but should I do it tomorrow? Okay, let's think. Do you want an episode tomorrow? Or... Or on... What's tomorrow, Thursday? Tomorrow or Friday? What are we thinking? I'm thinking... I don't know what to think. Maybe tomorrow we do an episode and then I'll do the walking podcast on Friday? Or like... Walking tomorrow and then... No, I'll be too tired to walk tomorrow. I don't know. But I really want to complete this rapid week. I think I'll do... um, Maybe... Oh, that'll be super fun. How about we like... But it's going to be super awkward. But you know what? I don't care. Maybe we do a walking podcast tomorrow... And if we meet someone along the way, maybe. If we don't, then that's what it is. But we're going to go on a nice walk and we'll get an Oreo Crusher together. How fun 
is that obviously when I'm at the place I won't like record because that's that's just like no I think when I get back at oh I think that sounds like a good idea and then on ugh, but the thing is I'm scared that on I forget no I won't forget I won't forget anyway tomorrow oh my word okay I don't want to like jinx it and say maybe something okay wait no it's raining tomorrow so that's not gonna work I will do the walking podcast on Friday, the on Friday, and then um, walking podcast on Friday, and then tomorrow is the episode that I've been kind of hesitant to do, and you'll I don't think you'll see why, but it's it's um it's gonna be surprise. Where I just wanted to. This is a fake trait. Anyway, I'm just... I guess some people will be surprised on, like, what happened. Like, it's definitely a shock to to some. Obviously, you probably don't care, but, yeah. What is happening? So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm hyped. And I can't wait. I'm actually really like, ah, I feel weird talking about what I'm going to talk about tomorrow because the what I'm going to talk about is not who I am. You know, it's just one of those things that you do, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I think it's just like, then again, it's a good story and we love stories. And I think the best part is telling them. So that being said, guys, oh, DHL rumored to fund F1's return to SA, but there's no existing contract okay um yeah so yeah i'm i'm gonna go now (laughs) is it wednesday oh my word am i watching miss marvel today um i think so oh yes i think so oh i don't know Mm. (laughs) okay okay i'm talking too much friends family it's been real it's been fun it's been good Always have a good time being here with you guys and um, discussing what's news and what's what's popping, what's not. And I'm excited for the Emmys. I'm really excited for the Emmys and see what happens. But that's in like two months, so <laughs> that can wait a little bit. Excuse me. So that being said, I think it's my time to leave. I haven't eaten dinner yet. Um, my fast is still going strong, so that's that's a positive. But I'm going to eat dinner now. And then I'm going to not... I'm going to do my workout. I haven't done my workout today yet. And then I'm going to jump in my bed. And I think that sounds like an amazing plan. So that being said, if you've made it thus far in the episode, come on out. You already know. You're a real one. I thank you and I appreciate you. And I'm so, so grateful for you more than you can ever know. And I love you so, so much. And with that being said, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> you know, it's going to be raining. Probably going to bring some coffee or something. I don't know. But I'll see you tomorrow. So fear not. We'll see each other again soon. Um, yeah, I'm excited. And I can't wait. So I love you all so much. Hugs and kisses all around, always. And um, I'll see you on the next one. Bye.